You're listening to the Heroes Podcast Network. Good morning, friends. You're tuned in to episode 101 of Gamer Heroes, the weekly show where we talk about news, reviews, and anything else happening in games today. My name's Cam Koenig. With me, as always, is my boy, Thomas Egan. That's me. I was wondering where that was going. I thought that was good. I, I could have like, gone uh, yeah, on a lot really longer. You could have just gone anywhere with that. I, I was going to let you go until you quit. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> How are you doing, Thomas? That's the support I need. Uh, I'm good. good. I uh, am fresh off a weekend of video game tournaments. Nice. And uh, ready to nap. <laughs> I bet. Uh, I got home last night. Uh, the The one thing that I like the least about running any sort of event at all is that when you're done with it, you can't just go home. Like you have to pack stuff up, right? And, totally. And I don't want to leave stuff in my car outside my house. Um, and that is literally the hardest part of the whole tournament. Mm. Yeah, um, I remember. Uh, I I already forget when it was, just because time is a blur at this fucking point. Mm-hmm. But whenever I helped out with the one that I did, like I didn't even have to do that but like whenever i got home i still had like the stuff i brought with me to unpack and like Uh i had to help like set up the morning of i'm just like fuck man it's just i don't really envy anybody who has to like stick around after everybody is already just really wanting to go home dude it doesn't matter if it's a video game event uh down at bonnaroo the, Mm -hmm. the best volunteer slot is the one before the festival even starts yeah the worst one is after everybody leaves and you got to clean up the place. Oh, oh man, no fuck, thanks. that sounds terrible. Uh, yeah, it sounds awful. So, yeah, that's just across the board. That's the worst volunteer shift you can take. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I got home from that last night and didn't move off the couch. That was nice. Excellent. Uh, we watched some some TV. We've got, like, some different shows. I know that I know this isn't game talk at all, but we've been watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That's, uh, a, that's a good show. It is. We're I stopped still, like, watching that, I think, one? like, middle of the second season for absolutely no reason i really should pick that up because that show is great yeah it's it's just a nice laid-back one right. the, yeah. the only other show we really watch together is bojack horseman okay yeah. uh but also if i'm looking to just looking for something light yeah not <laughs> bojack probably horseman. not bojack <laughs> uh while very funny that is a it's a not it, light that, show. The show gets real it gets it's real, very real. real a lot uh so that was nice so relaxed and then uh today went to work got off and and here we are um yeah, I probably after we are done recording, I'm going to probably play like some Hearthstone on my phone. Hell yeah. And go to bed early. That sounds great, dude. It does sound Respect. great. Uh, video games have kept me up my entire life. Like I've liked staying up late just in general. But the main reason I've done that is to play video games because mm-hmm. no one's around me. No one's going to call me or bother right. me or anything. It's and like your time. Like nobody can time. take that away from you. That I, I'm guilty of the same thing myself. Like I will just sit and play well, I might as well just get into it right now. Destiny 2 hmm. uh, until accidentally 3 in the morning, you know, some nights because <sighs> yep. you're just like, okay, well, I just, just, slip just by. one more. I just got to lynch a little bit more towards this quest, you know, and fuck, man, it, it, it's just this weird thing where, like, it feels like it's your like, I would rather be awake doing what I want and be tired the next day doing what I have to, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I think that's exactly just where that comes from. If I could snap my fingers and change the way my body works without doing any effort at all, mm-hmm. uh, I wish that I woke up super early and did all my gaming beforehand mm-hmm. so that I had like a hard cutoff before I had to be an adult. Yeah. Um, but I would still not, you know, I would still be 
on my terms. I wouldn't have anybody call like my phone blows up for work a lot. And in the morning, you know, at 5 a.m., nobody would call me up. Uh, I, re- I remember when I was in high school, we had a buddy who could be a little uh, eccentric with his gaming habits. Uh, and that's coming from someone who played World of Warcraft uh, very, very much. Um, our friend would get up in the morning before school, like five o'clock, and he would run a dungeon or, you know, do some questing before we even got to school. But he was also up until like 11 or 12 at night. So, Good so Lord. He, oh man. So yeah. he played, he played a lot. Um, but one of the times we found out, like when we found out that he was burning the candle on both ends, we're like, dude, <laughs> please no, <laughs> for your own that sake. That is literally burning the candle at both ends. It really is. We're like, oh dude, God. you looked sleepy. And he's like, yeah, I am. I played WoW <laughs> all night and all morning. Dude. What do you think? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so for me, that was a WoW that really burned those habits, yeah. those late night habits, in, into my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, this isn't really what I'm trying to talk about, but WoW Classic does come out this week. Yeah, I think um, people are playing it right now, actually. Right now, yeah. Uh, or cool. they're probably sitting in long queues. I saw a cool thing on twitter let me see if i can pull it up i don't really understand it because i've never played wow but for me it looked like people were just like orderly lining up for like these rare monsters to try and farm them and once they would like kill them they would like run to the back of the line so everybody got a chance to do it oh yeah or like well i wonder if yeah it's it it's this really neat thing where people are just like hey this is kind of a cool thing so let's be like wholesome about it that's funny it is a fresh start like my favorite thing about all this stuff i played wow for a long time is uh it's a fresh start in the sense of the you know fresh economy fresh quest lines fresh gear like everyone's racing to the top from the bottom again so even though people have knowledge and people know exploits and all that stuff um you know nobody's rich yet like nobody's the best geared guild yet because nobody's 60 uh you know i wonder how how little time it's going to take for somebody to hit level 60 on the old uh on the old uh rule set right where everything took much 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 longer than it does today uh but yeah that stuff's all new and i'm probably gonna start playing that next week or maybe mm-hmm. the week after that we'll see yeah i i've seen some people that are already playing it that have just said that it is kind of this neat thing where people are just back into it mostly for the novelty of the thing and i've seen mm-hmm. a lot of people who are just like i'm probably only going to play this for a month or two but i hope it sticks around yeah but uh yeah like they're just there's this neat kind of thing where they're just like yeah yeah this is this is kind of janky still and uh, like there's some like yeah. cool charm in it you know yeah because uh, they they literally don't make them like they used to right they really really don't yeah so that's i feel steps- like after this after world of warcraft eventually just became as one thanos would describe inevitable um you just don't really see mmos of that scale anymore and it's really fucking crazy that it's still stuck around yeah uh we live in a battle royale world now where Mm -hmm. everybody likes nice fast quick rewards um and dare i say microtransactions whether or not people say they like them or not people's wallets sure seem to say that they do right um, but yeah, we, we definitely live in a, a kind of world that is quick multiplayer. Yeah. And I, I guess like Final Fantasy 14 is still fucking huge. I, I don't know if it is the biggest MMO in the world or not, but mm-hmm. it certainly is number two to say the least. And then like ESO is still pretty big. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would 
I don't know if I'd consider Destiny 2 in that same vein. It's not a traditional MMO, but there's a lot of the same trappings and everything in there. But yeah, but you got you got Destiny and Division right. as uh, MMO FPSs. Are they FPSs? Is Division third person? Division's third person, yeah. Because it's a cover shooter. Well, even still, uh, you know, Division, I mean, 10 years Division ago... Division feels a little bit more different. I guess they're, they are definitely their own thing. It, it, I, I think the best way to describe both of them are just like shooters with... MM, like loot shooters with MMO trappings, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, because even ten years ago, the only loot shooter we really had was Borderlands. You know, we had we had the Borderlands, At least the one that was like broke the like broke the barrier and like got yeah, in the big public that we, sphere. You know, for household sure. name, right? Uh, we had Borderlands as a loot shooter. Uh, we had Diablo as like the OG loot, you know, RNG dungeon crawler. Which, of course, Borderlands took a bunch of stuff from. I don't even know if Diablo was the first one, but it was the household name, you know. Right, right. Same with Borderlands for sure. I, I imagine other people have done it. Yeah. So you've got those, uh, but you know, 10, 10, 15 years ago, I forget how old WoW is. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely older than ten. Well, shoot, I, I almost quit playing ten years ago. So it's, yeah, <laughs> it's it's got to be fifteen years old. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm probably even way off on that. But uh, back then, there weren't first person, there weren't shooter MMOs at all. Uh, I remember when I was in high school, there was a game, I can't remember what it was called, but it basically was going to be the first MMO FPS. Is it Planetside? No. Because I know Planetside was, is, is an MMO FPS. It is. Uh, and there, there are was, things I like about that game. There was a uh, mag, massive action game for the PlayStation 3 That's that true. just came out and just kind of immediately crashed and burned, but mm-hmm. would probably do a lot better in, in today's... 100-player, multiplayer matches, yeah. friendly modes and stuff. Uh, it would. It was ahead of its time. and It was. Uh, I I wish in like a week I'll, I'll finally come up with the idea or the name of whatever this game was. Because uh, it, it never... It either wasn't released or it just flopped mm. big time. But it, the way it was described was basically what we see with Destiny now. Where uh, imagine... Um, well, I'm not, I don't know enough about how the division works. But if you had the factions of Destiny... But you had like the role playing of of like opposing factions that WoW has. So you're against each other. You can't really play with each other. You know, you're competing against each other, but you're trying to level stuff up. You're progressing a story unlike, uh, you know, just playing a big Battlefield 1 game mm-hmm. or playing Mag, uh, even with Planetside. You're not, you're, you're progressing a character right. with You basically levels. pick a faction and just yeah. endless warfare. Mm-hmm. So I was excited for that because it's like, oh man, we get to actually have a story. Of course, in my young head, I was imagining something like uh, if you blended Halo with Halo's multiplayer, you know, where, where you had that and then just add in the factions of WoW. Man, I was so excited about the idea of that, but then it just never happened. Um, and that stuff, there are reasons that happened. The business model, you know, some things like uh, like Planetside scratched that itch for me a bit. I really wish I'd had people to play with. But that did not happen. Uh, I will say today, like, Battle Royales are cool for me because my favorite thing about Planetside was that you have this huge map. And if you're winning or losing a battle, you can leave and go somewhere else that's technically in the same persistent world, uh, but totally separate from what you're doing. But these battles impact the the overall, you know, the battles affect the war. And... I love that idea of like, okay, well, my team seems to have this handled. I'm going to go somewhere where we're getting creamed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a totally different fight. But the fact that you can uh, macro manage, you know, hundreds of people to move, um, in a, especially in a three-faction world where it's not just you versus them. 
there's always a third faction. So if you let your guard down on one side, they'll push in. And, uh, so I like that game, but the elements that I liked about it, now I just get to see that in a battle royale. Right. Because it's the same thing. Big map. Oh, there's a gunfight over there. You know, I bet that means, you know, they're going to walk through this area here in a minute or two and either they're going to hit us or somebody else is going to show up and stuff. And so that that idea, that really scratched that itch for me of like, oh, we've got this open world where the, the different fights do matter. And then, of course, because the circle is getting smaller, um, you can never just relax. You can never just kick back and, right. you know. If anything, you do that at the start of the match and then that just goes away. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so anyway, I like that stuff, uh, but we definitely live in a different multiplayer world than definitely, we used to. Definitely, definitely. So I hope uh, WoW Classic does well. The queue yeah. times are a struggle right now. I have, I can only imagine. Yeah, they're they're a struggle, but the it's not as simple as Blizzard just adding servers. They want to fill those servers up so that they're nice and dense because people will drop off of it in a month or two or five. Right. Um, I mean, who knows? I might only play for a month. And realize, then you're going to play Destiny with me, right? Uh, when it goes free, that sounds Great. pretty cool. October 1st, my dude. Put that shit in your fucking calendar. Uh, that's that's pretty soon. It's really soon. That's really soon. I it's almost September. have a lot to catch up on. Or what? what is it? It is... The, yeah, so it's, it's today almost Today is August 26th of the date of recording. Uh, that's exciting. So yeah. uh, I'm probably going to find that in a month of paying for a WoW subscription, I'm going to play like five or six times. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to have a good time. Uh, it's just a lot and the money's not even that big an issue. It's just, I'm not going to have time to play it. So I might end up falling off in a month or two or, or five. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't want to add servers. They don't add extra servers for people to queue up on because when people inevitably fall off of it sooner rather than later, they don't want to have a bunch of half full servers because sure that's it just makes them look bad and ruins the player experience if you have this big mmo you you want you want to queue up for a battle for a pvp thing and immediately get a match you know when you want to go raid you want to be able to find people when you're on a low population server it's a struggle uh i was the one i was on was fairly it was like low to medium population back in the day and uh i didn't know any better i thought it was fine and then closer to the end of my time playing that game uh my buddy and i transferred to a high population server dude it was like night and day yeah it was crazy i was like oh wow so this is what it's like to to always have people to play with um you know so i i hope that stuff works out regardless of how many people fall off the game um i i do know a bunch of people who are playing so i hope that they enjoy it whether or not i'm playing uh but i'm gonna wait a little bit and jump on in a few weeks cool and i'm excited to see how that goes it's kind of just a little experiment you know? yeah yeah i'm I, I i remember people being really upset whenever they shut down that fan running vanilla server mm-hmm. and it was really cool of them to like bring them in and get into talks to like make that just be a thing that happened so yeah. i do hope that's successful because I, I don't know if there's like a long-term market for it but there is definitely a short-term market because Everybody I know is just fucking talking about WoW Classic right now, which is awesome. Yeah. Like, I'm really happy for him. Nostalgia, Doesn't appeal baby. to me at all, but, and that's purely because I never played it, I think. It has no appeal to you, is that what you said? Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah. It's it's a thousand percent a nostalgia graph. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. But um, that's all right. I mean, they're bringing me back. I'm, I'm straight up just hopping on here to be like, hey, my hey, friends are here. Cool. I did it. Yay. <laughs> yeah. I'm back. Uh, yeah, but I've been, uh, 
I've been fucking around with Destiny 2 more as as this podcast has basically just been Cam rants about Destiny 2 for fucking an hour and a half. Um I mean, I'm here for it. Yeah. Uh, uh, actually, I mean, it, it, we haven't. We the last episode recorded. The last was, episode was, was like probably a month ago because uh, I don't really count episode 100 as us recording because yeah, it was just a project that, that was put together. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been a minute. Um, you should tell me more about whatever you're playing, it, whether it's Division or not. Because mm-hmm. I, I really all I've been else. playing is Destiny and Fire Emblem. That's that's it. Oh, I yeah. actually haven't talked about Fire Emblem on this show. All right, let's talk whenever, about Fire Emblem on the show. Whenever like. We recorded the episode the weekend after Fire Emblem came out, but I had put maybe an hour and a half into it. Mm-hmm. And now I've put, I don't know, I'm, let me get to Fire Emblem in a second. Destiny, because I've played that the furthest back and I do not want to forget. Cool. So Destiny, uh, I actually brought this out to one of our weekly meetups because I was just like, hey, I'll bring out my PS4. Do you want me to show off anything? You're just like, if you just want to hang out and play Destiny at a bar, then yes. So Dude, that's I, exactly what I did, and it was fucking awesome. It was great. I was really glad to have watched that. Um, yeah, I played some Gambit for there. Played some Gambit there. Just showed off a couple of the modes. That game's fucking gorgeous still. What was it, funny to me, mm-hmm. uh, I was my brother was sitting right next to you, but I was you know 10 feet away talking to other people, but I was watching you play. I was back there and I was like, man, this looks awesome. He's jumping on rooftops. He's he's using his uh, hover bike and, and shooting across these gaps. Man, this is great. You get done and I'm like, dude, that was awesome. And you're like, yeah, that's a pretty boring mode. Yeah, it, it really <laughs> I'm is. I'm like, oh, so well, I, I thought that it was the current, quote, seasonal event or whatever. It's called mm-hmm. the Solstice of Heroes, which... Is I think I don't remember if they did one last summer. I didn't play last summer. I've only been I just got back into this game in about middle of June around E3 this year. Mm-hmm. But uh, Solstice of Heroes basically lets you you start with just this common ratty ass set of armor that's plain as fuck and super boring. Great. And each piece of armor has a specific has three specific objectives that you need to complete while you're wearing that armor so you, for whenever this is going on you will just constantly see a fuckload of people just running around in this just same plain white ratty ass armor uh-huh. uh <laughs> and the objectives like you basically you get it as like a green which is an uncommon rarity or really a oh, common uh, rarity at this point uh camp yes. i play a uh, video games. oh i'm so fucking sorry All right so it's a green right which is the lowest you can get like I, it's not dirt I haven't had a green drop in a long time because they pretty much just don't happen anymore once you hit a certain level. Is it, you probably don't even get that much material for like dusting it or whatever it's called no, in that totally. game, right? Well, I just I don't know. I actually haven't seen one in ages. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I'm not so poor that I just find green sure. items. Well, eventually, like you get to the point where like the green items are just so bad that they're just like you're just using this to make your number go higher, right? Because you hit you hit max level and then you get your light level after that. So right, well, I your light level that... I think also appears whenever you're doing your level. But anyway, I got you. Yeah. So you basically go through and you have your five pieces of armor. So I'm playing warlock. Yeah, my man. And you have your helmet. Your I I'm not gonna get the name right, so I'm just gonna say my gloves. Uh, you your have gauntlets. Like your, your gauntlets. Thank you. Uh, you have like your robes. You've got your little bond, which is a warlock specific thing, like a titan and a hunter have another thing. And then your boots. And you basically have to do 15 quests for those. And they're just grindy as fuck. Like not in a really fun way. So another thing of the Solstice of Heroes. Well, I guess before I kind of get into that, 
your objective is to basically get all of those completed, show back up to the event vendor, and then it upgrades to a blue tier. You get a fresh set of quests, mm-hmm. do the blue tier, which takes even fucking longer. And and this is for this new event. Yes. So this is how you get some fresh as fuck armor. Because uh, let's be From real here. Peons like, clothes all the way up. To- I mean, I, they're fucking hot, dude. They're really nice. I'll have yeah. to show them to you after this. Um, but once you do that, you get it to the purple one which is your legendary tier, which is not the highest tier, but it's the best that you're going to get from this. You can also apply. Wait, did you just say legendary is not the highest tier? It is not. Exotic is, which oh, is like I, a yellow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I forgot about exotics. Yeah. That's like that whole, that's the bread and butter of that game. Totally. Totally. Um, you get to a point where uh, once you complete the uh, objectives to upgrade your blue from a purple, then it just gives you like a side quest, which I think once you hit the legendary set of armor, you actually don't have to do the next step to, quote, masterwork your armor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to do that within the event, or so I'm told, which is great because so I'm like not after fucking expires, going to. Yeah, like I have, I have it. So as long as I have them and just do these things at some point, then I will get the masterwork tier, which is essentially like, excuse me, Dr. Pepper is fighting back. <laughs> um, once you get to, like, it, essentially they're just like really tough challenges that peak the stats of whatever your armor is equipped. And you don't have to do those during the event, which is great, because they're fucking hard. Uh, In Apex, there's an Iron Crown event, I guess. Mm -hmm. I guess I can talk about this later, but uh, it is an event that's about to end. It might even be over right now. But one of the overall event challenges is complete 20 daily quests. And so you get like three daily quests every day and the thing is like 10 days long or something like that. Well, I checked it yesterday and I have two out of 20 and I'm like, oh, oh you ain't getting it. I ain't, yeah, getting, you ain't getting it. Yeah. And uh, I, I haven't played much when this event has been going on, which is uh, a bummer because it's got some cool stuff. It's, you can do solos right now. Uh, but yeah, I, I saw some of those challenges. and I'm like, man, I wish I had more time because mm-hmm. this stuff's all like really cool. I'm really into it. I just happen to not play specifically while this event was going. Right, yeah, and I don't really feel like there's any of that with these quests. The quests are all totally doable if you want to just sit and spend... I mean, it took me a couple of weeks, I think, of just relentlessly grinding away. Like, I just was like, I wanted to stream tonight, so I'm just gonna fucking chill out and just mm-hmm. grind random shit in Destiny. And it was fun, and, like, it made the grind a lot more tolerable. But, yeah, man, it it wasn't great. So, like, the event like map slash activity that they added is something called the European aerial zone, which is a very vertical map, but it's not really easily navigable. You have to just is constantly, it the one I watched you. Yes, it play? is. It's the okay. one where I was like yeah, on top of on roofs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty uncommon for a lot of destiny stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you will like see a waypoint to like go after, basically you have to like kill as many, many bosses as you can as a fire team of three, which it has matchmaking, which is fine. Within, I don't even remember how much time it is because it's been a minute since I've actually fired it up, but let's say five minutes. You have five minutes to just kill as many, many bosses as you can. Once you do that, then a full boss spawns. You basically burn him down, and then for every mini boss that you killed within that first five minutes, chests will spawn across the map. They're always going to be in preset locations, so you're kind of 
a little bit rewarded for being more familiar with the map. Yeah, kind of like uh, zombies in Call of Duty. Sure. You're like, okay, I always know which sure. where the yeah. chest could be. But each chest will spawn uh, in one one spot in a random location, depending on how many mini bosses you killed. So if you just did not do well at all in that first part, you'll get like maybe two or three chests. I imagine chests that just like shoots out confetti. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Greens. You're like, oh, greens, how sweet. I haven't seen these in ages. Yeah, gotta eat your greens. Um, yeah, it, it it was, it's fine for like the first three or four times. It's like, this is kind of a cool novel thing, but then it's just, okay, well, I know that I have to get over here, but I forgot which like maze through this building I have to go through to get there, or like I forgot the exact path that I had to use to like jump up to get on top of this building to get around here, mm-hmm. and oh, maybe there wasn't a chest or a mini boss here after all, so then I just wasted a bunch of time doing that. Right. It's, it wasn't fun. I didn't really enjoy that part at all. Dang. Um, but Destiny 2 is still a really good game. Uh, that grind is disappointing. Um, I'm happy that that is... I'm done with it. I got the purple for the warlock, and I only have a warlock because I just don't care about right. running and leveling Me up too. another class from the start. I did a warlock, and I was like, maybe I'll... Absolutely not. Yeah, no, I don't have time for that. Um, yeah, but that's neat. Uh he says after shitting on the seasonal event for like 20 minutes but <laughs> uh well i really was glad to to watch you play that i thought that was cool to watch uh i haven't seen any other destiny 2 except for that and i did have a, a good time playing that in number one yeah I, I think if anybody listens to this show and well if this is your first episode and you're listening to me talk about destiny i fucking love this game i just want to get out there and say that <laughs> destiny 2 is for sure the best that it's been in years like i saw a tweet whenever uh they announced the shadow keep stuff and the free to play stuff and all of the reworks they were doing. And someone was just like, they're making destiny four. Like this is not another expansion well, for yeah, destiny two, because I mean, forsaken was also taken. Right, taken King, King was for the basically destiny. a new game. Right. And they did that with forsaken. I think last year, mm-hmm. and that game is fucking incredible now. So, so destiny one, and then there's destiny one taken King, which mm-hmm. is basically Destiny two it really was <laughs> Destiny two, yeah. It's but like if you if Destiny you start one point nine nine, right? And then there's Destiny two, and then you're telling me Forsaken, yes, which I actually didn't know about. Forsaken was the one last year where they like killed off a major character. There was like just big like, mm-hmm. hey, this dude's fucking dead. What's oh! up, everybody? Uh, and then they did like a bunch of reworks. They went through and completely retooled how just a ton of the systems worked. And okay, I think I did hear about really that. great stuff. Um, so then you've got that, and then and then Shadowkeep the, comes out in October, October first, and that's when it goes free to play. It's going free to play, cool. And they're also retooling just a ton of the systems for ways that just make more sense. Yeah, I heard. I heard they they were adding more like RPG elements. Yes, uh, and customization like. Full, like spec out your armor with these mod slots and you can like see the numbers behind the scenes kind of shit which that's i'm cool. that's gonna be a big fucking problem for me like, oh <laughs> fuck a numbers guy yeah i like seeing those numbers go up it's it's a fucking it's problem tough. it's capitalism the game when destiny one came out i uh read a good article it was, it was from somebody like forbes back when forbes actually didn't have good game reporting they have much better yeah. games reporting now but back then it wasn't that good uh in my opinion but they had an actually good article that was like, hey, Destiny is basically capitalism the game. Like, MMOs are basically capitalism the game. You're constantly grinding, and you're getting better, but you never get to a point where you're like, all right, I did it. I won capitalism. Yeah. Like, I won the game, and there's nothing left on the strongest. Like, it's 
a constant grind, but the reward is in the grind. Sure. You and I, I think a lot of the reward for me from death for experiencing Destiny 2 in the way that I am is the fact that they are leaning into their lore in a way that is really meaningful within the world. Heck yeah. And it's fucking cool. Like I always, whenever I played vanilla destiny two, which was my first time playing a destiny game mm-hmm. short of like the original destiny beta on PlayStation three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just like, man, like I like the story, like the campaign didn't get into like a ton. It was like, okay, cool. There's this big bad dude who basically fucked up everybody except you're this one chosen guy and all yeah. of that like typical bullshit but yep. you're the man, chosen one like every like, they, like all these people around you they are also the chosen one yeah and like okay cool well you're still running pvp matches even though like <laughs> according to the lore everybody can just take a bullet and fucking die right. so you know <laughs> yeah that, that was my yeah yeah that was a big question to me yeah it's like oh all right sure yeah so okay. even sus- you know suspending disbelief i'm like i don't know about this yeah I don't. Uh, I, f- I feel bad about shooting this dude in the head. If yeah, he's just a... actually gonna die. Uh, I was surprised in WoW that they never came out with a way that you could battle your your allies, like mm-hmm. people on the same faction. That's interesting. The only PvP, and I don't think. Um, actually, I have to take this back because they did come out with the arena where you could get a squad of, uh, I think, th- twos, threes, and fives. I'm sure I'm wrong about that, but I know that threes existed because that's what I played. But you definitely can do um, matches with with other people on your faction. Um, But you can't choose to do battles with people on your faction. You get whoever you get. Uh, But that would have been an an interesting aspect where, you know, you have dueling so you can go one on one. But if you were able to really be like, all right, we're going to have an in-guild like clan war like some sort of tournament or something yeah, like that like you yeah get, all right we got two team captains you pick a team and now we're gonna we're gonna figure something out yeah uh, uh i i would i would like if more of that stuff existed that's really and, interesting that it doesn't uh yeah but it definitely didn't feel like anything was missing you mm-hmm. have plenty of opportunities sure. to to both cooperate and compete uh and wow so mm-hmm. it, it definitely wasn't something that people were asking for because there is plenty of good stuff in there uh but you know, when I when I compare that to Destiny, everybody's on on the same team all the same all the time. Uh, Pretty so much, yeah. And, you, and like you can do Crucible and all of that shit. Yeah, but, but when you PvP, then no factions matter, as far as I understand. No, it's just you just get match made with players. Was there ever a thing like with all those guys like Dead Orbit? I know you could like yeah, pick. there was there was that, but even that that was, was just like still reputation. very much just like a you can get cool stuff in this faction, and then they just like oh well these people this faction did the most at this time, so they get a bonus. Yay! Well, yeah. well, it is what it is. Uh, PvP is cool. Yeah. Uh, hey, let me talk about Apex real quick. Fucking do it. Um, I'm gonna keep it tight because I don't have that much to say. But there was the Iron Crown update recently, which introduced the limited time event of solos. People have been asking for solo matches for a long time. Yeah. Um, I think they're fine, but I really like my team fighting. So, you know, I am still mostly playing the team, the team one. Uh, I played a couple rounds of solo and it was pretty cool because I forget how many people drop in your game. It might still be a full 60 like the normal uh, uh, threes squads uh, mode. But it was pretty cool because every time you hit the ground, you're not sharing any loot with anybody. So anything you get is yours. And it really makes you think about your movement and when you choose to fight and all this stuff uh, a lot differently. In my short experience, you know, in teams, you 
if you're going to fight, you have to commit to a fight. But avoiding a fight is a totally reasonable thing to do. In solos, in my experience, if there's fighting going on, you probably want to run to it. Uh, you can hide out and spend a lot more time kicking back because you can just hide in a corner and no one's going to know you're there because mm-hmm. you don't have any teammates teammates to give away your position. Uh, but I had one match where I hung out in Market, which is a pretty close quarters area. Usually, if you're playing the squads mode, you hit there and like two, maybe three teams will hit the ground at the same time as you. That means either six or nine people. Um, and it's saturated. Everybody's going to get like a very small amount of stuff you know, between nine people, if you find a weapon, you're going to be in luck, you know, so you fight and then whoever is alive at the end picks up the scraps and, and hooray. But in solos, I went in there and every single fight is a fight to the death. If you go down, you're dead. That's mm-hmm. the end of it. Uh, so when you go into these fights and you have these constant one-on-ones, if you don't immediately heal, you're toast. So when you hear fighting, you want to keep up the pressure so that Nobody, nobody ever has a chance to heal. Uh, what it means is it's a much faster paced game, like almost a Call of Duty style where you're rarely getting a chance to heal unless there's no one else around and you just killed the one guy you were fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had dropped in market and I got five kills in a row, which was crazy to me because I'm usually a strategist keeping away from fights instead of in- engaging all the time. I'm not that great of a shooter, but I like, I think I have good strategy. Anyway, that was so exhilarating, and it's tot- it is no mystery why people really like playing that solos mode, uh, whether they're like top players or not. It's a really cool addition to the game. I hope they add a permanent mode for that at yeah, some point. I, I was about to ask, like, how do you feel about the fact that it is just a temporary thing? Uh, I wish they would keep it. I feel I wish they would keep it as even if they had it as another rotating limited time event i wish that they had a permanent limited time queue for like uh, for that kind of stuff in overwatch they added ages ago now the arcade queue yes, yeah where it's like hey here are a few game types that are always here you can play them whenever you want but then there's going to be a rotating one that changes either multiple times a day or each day i think it's i think it's once each day um but there might be one specific mode you like a lot and it might not come around that often, but when it does, you have an option to play it. Uh, with this, when Solos is gone, it's just gone mm-hmm. until they decide to add it to the game someday. Right. Uh, Hearthstone do the, does the same thing with their tavern brawls. You know, you get some cool mode where some of them I could play like once or twice and feel, you know, that was enough. But other times they'll have a mode that is so much fun that I would straight up pay $10 just to have this mode be a permanent part of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it frustrates me that they don't add that. I don't know if they don't want to split their player base. Yeah, I know Respawn has had some issues with that in the past. Um, mm-hmm. I know that was... A lot of people point that to some of the failure of the first Titanfall, because a lot of the expansions with the additional maps were paid, mm-hmm. and it just completely just ripped apart the fan base in terms of, yeah. well, if you want to play these cool maps, there's maybe five people that play them. So yeah, I remember experiencing that with Halo 2 and 3, right? Uh, and I, maybe even Reach. But yeah, I mean, that's definitely a problem with DLC, like sure. with the market and obviously this is a different thing but i mean still you're gonna be you just don't want to fragment your, you're gonna fragment your player base for sure yeah because like in this case you know apex is a free game so it's not like there's a paywall for the content but the more people you have split the longer your queue times are going to be right there's already now the regular 
queue, just the casual queue, and then the ranked queue. So already you're kind of splitting them. The ranked queue isn't slow, but it's not super fast. So, well, at least on PS4. I have no idea how it is on PC. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a it's a reasonable thing to see why they wouldn't add solos. I hope they do. I hope, for a lot of reasons, I hope Apex uh, gets more success than it has had with streaming and, and tournaments and a bunch of stuff. I really like that game. So, you know, I want to see it succeed. Uh, Respawn does good stuff. They they're do. A, they're, I'm just, I feel like I'm constantly reminded of just how fucking good they are. Um, I know there was like a weird, in my opinion, non-controversy about uh, like just the player base being very toxic towards like community staff and stuff like that. But oh yeah, uh, I don't know if we need to get into that. Yeah, let's not get just into that. Set me off, but yeah, there there are things to say about that. But if anybody's interested in that stuff, just Google it. You'll, yeah, you know, you'll find people on both sides of that. Yeah. Uh, Spawn on me recently had a they talked about that a little bit and they like uh Khalif had some really cool stuff to say about that and just really he just dude is a fucking genius and super insightful so go check him out check out what he had to say because he can probably say that better than I think either of us could uh yeah for sure mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I'm not yeah yeah I I, I'll, I will go check that out myself it's very good. Uh, the last thing I'll say about that event is there is um, a gauntlet that was inspired by the um, Octane gauntlet of Titanfall 2, I think, right? Okay, you have my attention. So so y- I learned this from you, Octane, the character who has his legs blown off from the knee down? I think the so. the leg down. Yeah, I- I, yeah, because he's got like his little, he's got the, like it, the robot legs. Yeah, because yeah. he pulls it off and plays it like a guitar yeah. <laughs> uh, in his like idle animation. So he blew his legs off. So that character I learned from you is based off of the real, well, real life. What am I, you know? Yeah. The the trial run. So there's a gauntlet in Titanfall Two, correct? Yes, it's like the first thing that you pretty much do once you start the campaign. It's like the tutorial thing that's just designed to get you to here's how you learn and run. play around with the movement and stuff. Yeah. It's really well designed, too. It's super uh, fun. I would like... Well, you know, I, I guess I have that game. I still haven't beaten the, the campaign. I haven't what started it. Yeah, what I know. What the fuck? Thomas, what the fuck? Okay, okay, okay. Look, I will beat that before good. 2019 is over. The multiplayer is so good, but the campaign is the best part of Titanfall It is. 2. I bought that game for the campaign, so you I'm did. a You did. You should fucking play it. Yeah. I am mad at you. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's not talk about that anymore. But uh, the gauntlet, so you have that time at the beginning, and there's a leaderboard uh, they can show you know, like here's how fast I got through it. Yeah, and some dude beat the record. Yeah, like the, the world, world record. record. It was like twelve seconds or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so it sounded like he beat the previous record by a mile. I mean, just blew it out of the water. Well, the way he did it was he used a grenade jump. Yeah, he like to explosive m- boosted because you don't take damage. Well, you take damage, but you don't die whenever you're in the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. So you can use explosives to like propel yourself through so he gets this this 12 second world record that just blew everything else out of the water um and it you know it was revealed like yeah he did it by grenade jumping uh and a bunch of precise you know controls and all this stuff so that was a cool thing whatever well when titan uh when apex came out they announced the octane character well they straight up called out that guy who made who made that world record and they're like, yeah, we based this Octane character off of that. Which is really cool. That's it's super so cool. That's cool. such a that. cool way to appreciate your fan base. Yeah. Like, uh, to not only model, always been really good at that. Like, yeah. I think their community outreach is fucking incredible. It's super cool. 
Uh, so, so that's a cool thing that exists. So with this recent uh, update or this this limited time event, one part of the map that doesn't get a lot of play, they made into a uh, a gauntlet. They it's it's this arena that has a bunch of jump pads everywhere, and of course, the jump pad is Octane's ultimate ability. So they're in the ground. They're okay. part of the scenery, right. and there's a uh, you know the loot could be good or bad around around the whole gauntlet area. But in the middle, there's a ring of fire. There's straight up a hoop that's on fire that you can jump through, and it always has good loot in it. Oh, that's fucking awesome! Um, and if you if you jump right, you can like double jump way like through the hoop, land on another jump pad, and then you know just get super far. It's super fun. That's super fucking cool. It's a great place oh, that's to drop so cool. because yeah, you've got a bunch of fighting, but you've also got these cool jump pads yeah. everywhere, so it's kind of <laughs> off the rails. Oh, that rules. Yeah, so that's a cool spot to jump. So of course they added a challenge. It says, "Hey, drop in this place like five times during the event." Um, so that's cool. I hope that that area doesn't go away when this is over. Um, I have a question for you that I ask every single time there's a new Apex Legends update. Is the Bone Zone still okay? Uh, yeah. Actually, people have toned down the way they play a little bit. So uh, not everybody just hits the ground in Bone Zone and just, you know, punches everything. Okay. I've actually had a lot of good fights there on a regular basis. Now. I'm just saying, like... I love Respawn to Death, but if they ever, like, patch out the Bone Zone, then I'm going to be upset with them. If anything, I feel like... I'll be rational about it, but (laughs) come on. It is a cool area. It is hot. Uh, Uh, But yeah, so that's that's my Apex Legends uh, update. Uh, That's that's really cool. Uh, Something I've played a lot that I'm going to save for next week is Super Mario Odyssey. That game, really good. That is probably the best game i've played this year and it it's came really out good two it is years I, ago, four years ago <laughs> i still firmly believe that it is the best game on the nintendo switch and i know a lot of people say it is breath of the wild but i really 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 think it is super mario odyssey yeah i've a watched breath just of the wild. like pure joy it feels put so into good. a video game we'll, we'll talk about there, it more yeah, next week so, yeah but Jiminy christmas i feel i really feel like a kid when i'm playing that game same yeah um and i'll probably talk about fire emblem next week because we're already like 40 minutes in uh and i think i am just like on the precipice of a major plot point uh-huh. in fire emblem so i am hesitant to share like a little bit more in-depth thoughts until i get to that point i hear that uh everybody kind of points to oh you're coming up on this thing that happens which i don't want to spoil mm-hmm. but I kind of know what happens, but I don't actually know how they're going to get me there. So I'm really interested to find out. Cool. So let's take a break. We'll come back. And then I want to talk about uh, some of the stuff they talked about at Gamescom uh, this past week. And then also just go over some stuff we're looking forward to over the next, uh, I say calendar year, but like just a year from now. So I guess today until like summer 2020. So yeah, we'll be right back. Hello, this is Ray from the Heroes Podcast Network, and I am here to tell you about Screen Heroes. Do you love superheroes? What about superheroes in film and TV? How about weird rankings like top five lists or maybe three people just arguing about top five lists? Either way, we are the podcast for you. Check us out every Tuesday night live on Twitch or subscribe to Screen Heroes Podcast on iTunes, Spreaker, and Google Play. Now, back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Hey, we are back. 
Uh, so I wanted to go over a couple of things that happened at Gamescom this past weekend. Um, there was a whole lot, so I was just going to run through the biggest news stories, see if you had anything that you wanted to talk about about them. Not like we're trying to break news or anything, but just, you know, kind of keep it topical. Um, so Gamescom, if you don't know, um, it's this big, big gaming expo. It's pretty similar to E3, uh, but it's definitely a pretty healthy split between press and fan engagement. It's over in Germany. Uh, so I would say probably like they had a Marvel Marvel's Avengers 19 minute gameplay demo that like got revealed. I haven't watched it, but I've heard some kind of mixed things. It was the one that was shown at E3 that was behind closed doors. Mm -hmm. Um, it apparently seems very safe, which like not in a, Oh, this looks really cool. They're trying some new things. It's just like, we are banking on the Avengers name to, Oh yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I can't really speak to that too much, but what I can speak to, Death Stranding. Oh, uh, who's making that? Uh, that is Hideo Kojima. Um, I have of heard of him. Kojima Productions. Uh, they showed off in a really just very Kojima presentation uh, that like they just showed off very slight gameplay footage. They showed a couple of trailers, which was the person they showed off uh margaret qualley her character mama which i have some problems with the fact that it's just like oh it's a female character and she's the mother now just called mama yeah and that's not great and they also showed off uh the character that is like physically resembles guillermo del toro but isn't voiced by him uh dead man he basically did a bunch of stuff talking about the BBs or the bridge babies, which are the things in the jar. I am it's, not going to even man. fucking try to explain. Don't. Yeah. Don't. I, I stumble over my words enough here. Um, there was, uh, they showed off, they showed off a little bit of gameplay footage in this section, uh, where like Norman Reedus woke up from a nap and then stood up and then just peed. Like there's there's a urination mechanic. I don't know if you saw this. Oh, yeah, baby, dude. The headlines oh, God. describing that news. Yeah, and they then were funny. You they uh you cannot see his dick, which I guess is probably all right. But I mean, <laughs> they didn't say whether or not you can see his dick outside of the peeing scene. So who the fuck knows? Uh, but <laughs> here's, here's a neat, here's a neat oh, yeah, thing yeah. about it. If you pee somewhere, it creates a mushroom. All right, mm-hmm. which other players can like get that mushroom and like get something from it so it's like this weird in my world i peed right here and if other people peed in the oh, exact same gosh. spot then it makes a cool big mushroom so it's like uh in dark souls when you leave a note right except it's the you can dark leave a souls really of urination which i have just found the podcast title great excellent also um at the end of that little thing they uh showed off the fact that uh fucking jeff keely's in the game Oh, what? I missed that. Yeah. Uh, of course he, he is. Yeah. Lol. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, showed him off as, I believe the character name was Luden's fan. Uh, and <laughs> it's just say that again. Luden's fan, which is like a Death Stranding noun. I don't even know how to fucking well, describe it. I like that he shit, has fan in his name because he is Kojima's totally, biggest totally. fan. And, that, and they're like really leaning into that. But yeah, like it's totally not him voicing it. I think it's actually like Matt Mercer. But uh, it's. Straight up Jeff Keighley's, like, physical likeness in the game as this, like, side character that's, like, this little cameo, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Which also makes me think of, like, all right, if Jeff Keighley's in here, a lot of other, like, celebrities and weird people you would not expect 
to visit a game studio have visited Hideo Kojima. So who the fuck is in this game? Like, I, I, I'm really interested to find out. Um, that... Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm hesitant to, to, like, say anything about that game because it's just so weird. Sure. I, I'm, until I'm, I see it I'm and still be like, here for okay. it. it, it, oh, it seems I'm excited neat. for there's, it. There's been a couple of articles that have come out where people are just like, hey... I have figured out like kind of just what the fuck this game is, and it sounds fucking cool. Like it it's very like a, much a you travel a like ladder across, placing simulator. You travel across the country and you like bridge connections and like connect people and like try to fr- fucking whatever um, metaphors. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I am looking forward to that game. Uh, I just my favorite part of all of this was just the headlines based around P mechanics. Right. <laughs> uh, I think my favorite one was you can't see Norman's Reedus, which is very good. It's very <laughs> oh. good. Uh, bring on the memes they also showed off there was a google stadia connect like right before the big jeff Keeley uh announcement thing and cyberpunk 2077 is coming to stadia cool that is cool yeah i that is not something that i expected that is a pretty big get that's a pretty big get especially because is my understanding is it's going to be out right release right so i don't know i don't think they actually said then maybe that was my assumption. Yeah, uh, they, they wait. Didn't, when does that game? That game doesn't come out. Twenty nineteen comes out until uh, like early twenty twenty, I believe. Okay, uh, it well, might be February, it might be April. It's one of the two, I think. I could check on here. I I think that the Stadia stuff said twenty twenty at one point. So yeah, the know, well Stadia comes out in November. We just don't have like a hard and fast date yet. But they're yeah. taking pre orders. Well, and that and just so. like Death Stranding. You know what? I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> Am I excited for it? Absolutely. But yeah. um, there are enough talking heads that know more than I do about this stuff mm-hmm. who can have valuable input. I'm excited, but that's yeah. about as far as my as far as I can contribute to the conversation. Um, I guess really kind of the only other thing that I kind of want to go over that I'm pretty excited about is the fact that Ori and the Blind Forest is coming to Switch. Uh, do you just want to talk about the Nintendo Direct for a second? Cause, uh, yeah, it was fucking cool. Yeah. The little indie world thing that they did. Yeah, let me pull up this list unless you've got it. Go for it. Uh, I don't handy. have it pulled up. Uh, so what did we see? We Off the top of my head, we saw Ori in the Blind Forest, which yep. is great because... I found a list. Cool. Uh, uh, Risk of Rain 2. Fuck Excited yes. for that. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I uh, played the shit to out co-op. of that first one. Me too. I yeah. liked the first one, but I bear, I don't even think I beat it with a second character. I played it a bunch with the very first I never beat it with the first character. Oh, really? Yeah, it, I, I got to like that ending spoilers ship battle mm-hmm. and just fucking got creamed because it took me forever to get there. And oh, every I, five minutes that game gets like exponentially harder. I got to a point where I had like the maximum level of danger, you know, when it gets to like the spooky you know when you when you start it's like easy hard like the third tick up says like hard or something yeah and i'm like oh no yeah like there are so much they're like 10 ticks on this on this growing thermometer and i'm only on three and it says hard and uh as you you go up it gets all like uh lovecrafty and almost worse like i think the final one is i see you and it's yeah, just like yeah because i got to that i got to that point during that boss fight i'm like i'm fucked like i'm barely <laughs> putting a dent into this boss and like one hit takes out half of my health uh i grinded it out not on purpose i just didn't understand um i ended up beating the final boss like fairly easily uh i just ran around and collected everything i possibly could and in that final area there are a bunch of places to pick up items mm-hmm. so i had like an insane amount of upgrades on my character and of course it's a roguelike so um that was luck of the draw what what items i'm gonna get and stuff but i happened to get a really really overpowered combination 
of of upgrades. That's always my favorite thing about playing any sort of roguelike mm-hmm. is just there's always a chance that everything that you're going to get is just going to stack perfectly to where you just blow through anything that's right in front of you. Yeah. But then it also feels really bad when you lose because it is 100% your fault. <laughs> like you get <laughs> yes. cocky and then you just get too close to that sun. Your and wings melt. You just fucking done. skyrocket down into the fucking yeah. ocean. Uh, I can't. Metaphors. I was doing that. I was like, I was trying to farm stuff. Mm. I was super strong. I was basically unkillable and I did get cocky. And it was right before I was going to go get the boss. I was like, you know what? I can kill anything. I'm going to farm this little area. And boy, did I come very close to losing everything. I mean, that was a long, that was like, I don't know how long it actually was. Probably like 30 or 45 minutes worth of progress. I think I'm right in, in that. But it was it was a long time for what I was doing. And man, I, I was playing just dumb. And I just about had to eat my words mm-hmm. when I was doing that. So I'm glad I was able to beat it, but I never did... I started with the second character. They're like eight or ten characters or something. Um, it was cool, but I saw it had a co-op mode, and I was like, oh, this will be cool. But you jump into it, the camera still only follows your main character. Yeah. So the second player, it's like Spelunky, which I also wanted the co-op to be good. It's not. Uh, yeah, because I, it's, it's only local. Yeah. And the I second mean, player just can't see. It's also just hard to see that game, period, because everything is so small. Yeah. But, you know, it's super zoomed out and right. low res. I, I, I'm really interested to pick up uh, Risk of Rain 2, which is summer 2019, which there's like three Summer's, weeks left of. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I'm that's um, going to be soon. I'm really excited to play that. We should definitely. I am. Holler at your boy. Very interested in that. But there's too many fucking games coming out right now. Um, uh, so it's that I'm interested in the co-op. There's Ori in the Blind Forest. Yes. Which, uh, I'm glad since I don't own an Xbox, I finally get to play that exclusive because that's yeah, one of the I, only I've Xbox wanted to times. play that for a while. It's one of the only ones that I've cared about. I feel like it was only a matter of time once Cuphead came over. It's like, okay, yeah, cool. You guys are totally well, yeah. going to bring Ori over. When I saw Cuphead and I saw, of course, Cuphead was an exclusive, but with uh, Doom. When it was like, oh, so you get, you guys are going to put M with a capital, you know, a capital letter. You're going to put this on this? Oh, then anything can show up on this right. system. And then after all the, the third party stuff we've seen. Uh, yeah, so that's exciting. So Ori, Risk of Rain. Uh, a couple stuff that jumped out to me would be Torchlight 2, because mm-hmm. fuck yes. Have you played Torchlight? I have not. Torchlight 2, Torchlight 1 and 2 are essentially Diablo. Like, uh, not going to, like, sugarcoat it. It's basically just Diablo, but it is from... It's a team that was formed from Diablo... Uh, from, I think, Blizzard North after Diablo 2. So they left Blizzard, formed their own studio, and gave us Torchlight. And that game's, that first game is fucking great. Yeah. It was... The first one of, like, quote, those games that I got into before I played Diablo 3. But it's really excellent. I think you will really dig it if you really liked Diablo 3. It's, uh, I don't think it's as flashy, but it definitely has a lot of charm and character to it. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, actually. There's a cool pet system, which I really enjoyed, where you have, like, a pet following you around. And you basically just give your pet a fuckload of, like, loot that you just want to sell. And it just runs back into town. And then, like, five minutes later, it shows back up with all your money. Oh, man, isn't that nice? It's really nice. We need more more mechanics like that. Totally. Uh, speaking of pets, there's a game that they announced, which I don't remember they actually showed during the thing. But I, they might have showed a little bit briefly, but I watched the trailer after. It's a game called Best Friend Forever. Yeah. It is a dating sim where you also raise dogs hmm, and you basically wholesome. like raise the dogs and like help take care of other people's dogs. And like, that's how you like meet people and do like a cool dating thing. And it's very much focused on like, 
it's super diverse like it's all about like body positivity and everything is like super like wholesome and good and like tons of like different sexual orientations and genders and stuff and i think that's really cool that is cool uh i really would like to pick that up the trailer is also pretty good it's got a dog talking in like a text-to-speech voice it's pretty fun (laughs) that is cool uh creature in the well looks really cool i think that's coming out really soon it's like a it, it it kind of looks like fury if fury was a pinball game what yeah you should look up a trailer of this it looks pretty cool like okay i will you, it's basically like a hack and slash but you're like launching a ball at things and like keeping it in play oh maybe i did see that yeah it's pretty fucking cool okay uh but i will go and look at that again one that jumped out to me i'd never heard of before is Skellboy. that looks cool uh yeah. it's like an isometric you know low res yeah. uh exploration game mm-hmm. um but with like three some 3d stuff uh yeah whatever that game is it looks cool yeah um i really don't know much about it but it, it it's a switch it, that looks like exactly the kind of game i'm trying to play on the switch totally totally so, um spirit fair looks really good but i've seen that like this is like the third time i've seen it it looks really neat so it's kind of a known quantity with what i want there uh fucking super hot is out on the switch oh i forgot to write that on my list super hot's fucking good have you played the original super hot no and it, it is if it wasn't for you opinion, i never would have known of the best puzzle games ever in my opinion it's just so cool like how like obviously the big like gimmick quotes around super hot is when you move time moves Mm -hmm. so you can like if you stand completely still you can like plan out like okay well this guy's gonna come towards me he's gonna shoot Mm -hmm. and this is gonna like go in this direction so i can like move this way slightly which you can't see because this is an audio show it's like somehow a real-time strategy turn-based game totally it's really fucking good um everybody should fucking place i'm excited for that uh i'm actually probably gonna buy that on pc first because i finally just got my pc and virtual you You should totally fucking play super hot vr yes i'm going to do that Uh, it's so much fun if i like it as much as i expect i will i'm probably also going to buy it again on switch to play play i don't know if they still have it up but i played the first super hot it was a demo that they had in running just on unity just in a browser nice yeah that's how i played it for the first time uh, one we have mentioned is Hotline Miami 1 and 2. Oh, yeah, the Hotline Miami collection. I love the fuck out of that first game. Uh, I like those games. I haven't beaten either one, but boy, have I listened to the soundtracks a it's lot. It's good. It's real good. Uh, they're great. And if, if you like Hotline Miami, um, I've been playing Fury, which is like four or five-year-old game or something. Also very good game. Very good. Uh, yeah, I, I'm really liking that, and I'll talk about that next week. But that has Carpenter Brood on it, who did a bunch of... Th- hotline miami soundtrack stuff that's actually how i discovered him if you like either of those games uh fury or hotline miami you should go check out the other one um they're definitely at the same game but they have a lot of things that are likable uh that are they they have in common uh yeah they have a bunch of those and then a bunch of other titles i didn't recognize yeah um i I thought it was really solid but they're all indies yeah it was a really solid presentation i was really nothing on that looked bad like I don't think Dude, anything the that they ever showcase the looks bad. Machine. Totally, it, it's just fucking magical. Um, I also wanted to go through and just talk about some of the games that are coming out soon. Uh, soon being within the next year that <laughs> I'm kind of looking forward to. You might be looking forward to just. I like want to shout games. out some games that I think look really cool. Um, also, do want to shout out that they announced and fucking dropped the Yakuza Remastered Collection for PS4. <laughs> uh like during gamescom wow. but it was like just the remaster of yakuza 3 but 4 and 5 are on the way which fucking shout out those games are incredible everybody play yakuza 0 if you haven't because dear fucking lord is that a video game <laughs> um yeah High like praise short term 
I want to play Control and Astral Chain real bad. Uh, I don't think I'm going to play Astral Chain, but the reviews sure seem pretty cool. It it seems like 100% my bullshit. I'll show you a clip I saw on Twitter the, uh, like today. I'm like, oh, fuck, I want this. They're making a Bubsy game. I don't know what this is. Oh, yeah. Burr, burr, That's burr. not looking forward to that. Um, moving on to like September. I'm just kind of scrolling through a Games Radar article here real quick. Just rough idea because... You know how we are. We're very original with our content I, on this podcast. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I see a game on this list called Conan Chop Chop. And it's coming huh. out on everything. Is, is, I imagine cool. this is Conan the Barbarian. I, I but, would imagine. But it's a game of Overcooked. <laughs> and you're all competing against each other. Uh, September. Catherine Full Body's coming out like September 3rd. That's sooner than I thought. I might pick that up. I missed the first. I missed the first Catherine or really just the game Catherine. It's I've the Persona never... Studio. So. Oh, yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Uh, it was their first HD game, technically, which is kind of neat. I've never played those games, but our friend, uh, well, certainly my friend Rayshawn, uh, who does fighting stuff. I know a lot of stuff, fighting game people are really into that game. It, he said that's his favorite game. They're, it, it's pretty cool. And like, like this serious? one, I know they're baking in like a versus mode to where like they're just like, people play this game like this, so we're going to support that, which is a really cool thing. Wow. Uh, we've uh, got Gears 5. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I don't have an Xbox, but Gears 5 looks cool. Me neither. I hope I somehow get a chance to play a horde mode on someone else's console. It looks console. cool. I really like the changes that they're doing with that. Um, Dude, horde mode OG. That was the first horde mode I ever saw in a game. I, th- I think that's why everyone calls it horde mode. It is. It totally is. That. Yeah. Uh, man, I, I love that stuff. That like Same. co-op. Same here. Stuff. It's so fucking good. Uh, when I played Mass Effect 3, if boy, that game sure was rough. Uh, oh, the multi- it's my favorite. No, 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 no. no. Not, <laughs> the single player stuff was great. I have no qualms with that. The multiplayer I loved and played a ton of, and boy, was it broken in a lot of ways. I had that, so much fun playing that Mass Effect Three multiplayer. I uh, think the silver. I think the servers are still up. There's like active populations of people still playing it. I wouldn't be surprised. I would go back and play that for sure. Uh, I wish they would remake it and just like fix the stuff like, oh, that that character definitely walked through that wall. Yeah, yeah. The stuff where they're like, we came out with new playable characters. I, I'm wouldn't, like, but I wouldn't even mind the if game. they were just like, hey, like we know we're kind of pumping the brakes on Mass Effect here, but I would totally pay to just play a standalone version of that multiplayer. Like it was so good. Yeah. Uh, uh, NBA 2K20. Bow, bow, bow. I'm not going to play that, but... Uh, I know I have several friends who are way into that. Yeah. Uh, Borderlands 3, I guess that's the one that everybody fucking knows and thinks about. Uh, That's September 13th. That's not far away at all. That's really soon. Uh, All right. I'll have to talk to Lizzie and see if we can beat 1, 2, and 3 in the next couple weeks. I just... Once they were like, hey, we're redoing like 4K for Borderlands 1 and all of this stuff for Borderlands 2, I just didn't touch it because I know I just burned myself out on it. And I'm, yeah, Borderlands 3 looks really good. I'm very excited about that. Uh, Damon X Machina looks really cool, but I'm also a big fucking annoying Armored Core fan, and that's the closest I'm going to fucking get for forever. Uh, Destiny 2. The, uh, do you know anything about that game? Uh, never heard of it. Uh, this says September 17th. I think this article is a little bit out of date, but October 1st is whenever that's going free to play and also dropping the Shadow Keep stuff, which sounds really cool. Heck yeah. FIFA uh, 20. Link's Awakening, September 20th. Uh, oh, I'm definitely getting that. I'm, I, have, I still haven't decided to pre-order it. I, I don't think I'm... I think I'm probably going to wait a little after it's out. Yeah. I know the price isn't going to go down because, of course, but uh, FIFA 20's out. Lizzie actually just bought uh, last year's FIFA because it was like 75% off or something. Totally. It always does that. Yeah, so she's she's been enjoying that. Uh, are you looking forward to the Surge 2 at all? Uh, I should 
play more of the surge one yeah i know you were like really into that for i was a while. really into that for a short amount of time uh i should check back into that thing because i i know there's a lot of that game that i never saw like i probably haven't seen yeah 85 of that the game. stuff i've seen from the surge 2 looks pretty fucking cool so i'm well, good there were a lot of things i liked about that game some things i didn't uh and some of that stuff is like based on the genre you know it's like a dark souls like right it's like totally. a sci-fi dark souls um yeah, I hope they learned their lesson. I or I hope they learned lessons from that game. The preview um, stuff that I've seen for it seems pretty positive. So cool. I'm interested to see how much of a splash that makes because I feel like that first one like settled into this weird kind of I don't want to say like super niche cult following, but I feel like there's the people who really like that game really like that game. You're describing they, how like this to me is how I feel about Titanfall. Yeah, totally. Where, yeah, I feel like it's very much the same thing. It's, I, I it's feel a like, genre I think, that has other stuff around it by competitors that people right. are more familiar with. Dark Souls, Sekiro. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think the uh, I think the amount of people ranting and raving about Titanfall is a little bit bigger. Totally. Just because I feel like uh, the surge just did not make a huge splash at launch. Yeah. Uh, we've got. Dragon Quest XI S, Echoes of an Elusive Age, Definitive Edition. The worst fucking title on here. <laughs> I've already pre-ordered it. I'm just... Oh, my yeah, gosh. I, uh, you know I, what I, I need, a, I need a, just a big fucking meaty RPG to just sink into. Get you through. Yeah, I... I oh, man, I'm really excited for that to drop. Uh, VR Ping Pong Pro. Oh, fuck yeah. I wonder if that'll September, actually be fun. September, to be determined. I love that. That's funny. Uh, October, we've got Ghost Recon Breakpoint, October 4th. Cool. Uh, oh, hey, <laughs> I know from this article now that War- World of Warcraft is 15 years old. Oh, hey, yeah, the 50th anniversary collection. What do you know? Um, uh, the Witcher 3, hey, this was uh, news we talked about online but didn't talk oh, about on the podcast. Yes, yeah. The Witcher 3 is coming to the Switch in October, like yeah, the whole game. It, like, apparently runs pretty all right. Yeah, from so my understanding, this people is... people running the port on that are fucking wizards because yeah. that thing does not run well on the ps4 it, yeah that is ambitious yeah totally i think it is probably the most ambitious switch port i have ever seen yeah. up to this point for sure uh we've got uh, uh call of duty <laughs> modern warfare october 25th i know that uh 2v2 alpha was this past weekend and mm-hmm. people fucking loved it yeah that's what i've heard i didn't get a chance to dip into it but i had randos on apex telling me like oh hey, i'm gonna switch switch over to the call of duty alpha yeah are, are you playing that and i'm like no i don't really play call of duty and the guy was like it's free and it's great and you should check it out and i'm like damn you don't even know me and yeah. you're like people you're really hot really really were into it it seemed very like tactical in a way that a lot of call of duty matches typically aren't so people really really like that a whole lot that's um, that same day the medieval remake which seemingly me and five other people fucking care about uh i love medieval Coming out on vita <laughs> fuck no it's ps4 they don't talk about the vita um but yeah no i i'm really excited about the medieval remake i'm still really surprised that they chose to remake medieval but i mean i'm here for it i love those games mm-hmm. uh, me and the 13 other people who enjoy them <laughs> Uh, and Outer Worlds is also that day. Fuck, Outer Worlds is that same day. Damn it. Oh, I am no. looking forward to that. That looks really good. Uh, I'll probably watch some people stream that if I can. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I want to get into it. I really do. It looks so good, but I have such a hard time getting into a game like that. But maybe just the setting. Have you and the, the Fallouts or anything I, like that? I played Fallout 3 and I played Oblivion and then I never played another Okay, BGS well, that's game. fair. Then... Yeah. Um, well, I never could get into another BGS game. Yeah, uh, cool. Then, then I'll leave you to your 
to your cam games yeah. and and i'm gonna stick I, I to my time i don't games. know if maybe like just a different setting might do it for me uh, or like maybe just like this cool like different spin on it might do it for me i don't know and little, is it a little more wacky it, it's it's almost like a fallout borderlands you know okay. that's that's how i look at I it i mean like fallout can get pretty wacky but this seems like a little bit more so yeah fallout can get wacky but also it's dark gray right and totally. this seems very colorful which i'm into I'm very into that. I, yeah. That uh, that was announced at E3 last year, question It mark? was the Game Awards. The Game Awards, that's yeah. right. And uh, a bunch of titles that were released at that were, were super bright. And, and like some of them had different tones. They weren't all just off the walls trying to make you laugh. Shout out to Colors, uh, man. Yeah. They're fucking cool. I, I'm, well, you know, I told you I'm playing Fury right now. Yeah, that Boy, game is that, gorgeous. It's a gorgeous game yeah. with a great soundtrack. Uh, I was just really excited. I'm, I'm glad I... I'm a broken record, you know. When I when I'm thinking about this, I say this a lot, but I am really glad that colors are cool in video games again. Me too. That we're not all trying to I'm be. I'm happy that we've gone past the everybody the is doing grays browns and, browns. and grays for HD gaming. Dude, it lasted for a whole decade. It I felt like exhausting. It was exhausting. The I remember. I remember being them. impressed when I saw the trailer for Borderlands Two, and I'm like, oh shit, there's a blue in there. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, when uh, Ori and the Blind Forest was announced, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. color. Yeah, oh, <laughs> This man. is amazing. This is like a breath of fresh air. It's uh, really cool. Um, and then we've also got Luigi's Mansion 3, which looks so good. I've never played a Luigi's Mansion game. I'm very excited to make this one my first one. I'd watch that. If you stream that, I'll watch that. Totally. I probably will. It looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, I've never played one, uh, but that is like a niche thing, too, where my friends who have played it have really enjoyed it. Uh, moving on into November, a.k.a. the month where my wallet's just going to set itself on fucking fire. And the beginning of the holiday season where you're going to have Steam sales. Uh, in October, there, there are going to be spooky sales. I'm trying to play more spooky games this uh, this, ho- this holiday season. I haven't played much the past couple of years. So there are the spooky sales that happen. There are the November pre-holiday sales. And then in Christmas or in December, you have like the actual holiday sales. Man a difficult time to get through so just listen to this so three weekends in a row in november are just gonna kill me november 8th death stranding yep november 15th star wars jedi fallen order pokemon sword and shield yep november 22nd doom eternal I am one of the five people in the world excited for that game. It looks so good. Oh, it, oh, I'm mixing that up with the uh, do. Um, what's the mobile game? Well, whatever. You're the, talking about Diablo? No, I thought there was. Oh, uh, you know what? I am thinking of Diablo. Yeah, I'm thinking of Diablo. Doom Eternal looks fucking rad. Yeah, because it's Doom Eternal, blah blah blah, Infinite, whatever, forever. All of them have this like forever, yeah, totally uh, branding. Yeah, but fuck, man. Um, I, yeah, yeah, with all the pickups and oh, stuff. Like, it seems like yeah. they took all the best parts of the fucking Doom, grappling hook. Are you kidding? Which is a great if game. If you put a grappling hook in a shooter, I'll play it. If you put a grappling hook in anything, I will play that Dude, game. Dude, when when I found Pathfinder in Apex and he can grapple around, I was like, oh, this game's great now. Yeah, like, it's it was so good. Cool before now it's great i all right challenge mode idea i'm i'm saying this into the uh into, into the, the, to the to the microphone so that i remember even though i probably won't listen to this top 10 grappling hooks in video games i'm down we're gonna do it uh but yeah no pokemon looks incredible but that's no surprise it looks so good mm-hmm. fuck it looks so good i'm really excited about it i know a lot of people are still very bummed about like their decision to just kind of focus on 
the Galar region, but man, the stuff that they have shown recently has really just, it, it has shown at least me that they are really putting a lot of the effort where they would normally be spending, like bringing these Pokemon from older gens into the game and like getting that data added. They're actually focusing on expanding stuff you can do in the game. And the battle system seems really deep and like complex. There's some like really cool stuff. They've added some moves that like some moves and items that basically like, Hey, now if your Pokemon is holding this and it like its stats get lowered, it automatically just switches out with another Pokemon. There's like, they added some depth to it. That is really, really cool that I haven't seen them do in a while. So I'm really excited to see where that goes. Cool. Yeah. I know Lizzie's buying that for sure. I think her brother's going to get the opposite version of whatever she gets. It looks so good. Uh, I'm so excited. I'm probably, I'm actually going to see if she can play that on the TV. We only ever play anything handheld. Odyssey is the first game I've played uh, more than two minutes uh, on on TV mode. So I'd like to actually watch that game. Yeah. Um, and a ton of stuff for Stadia. There's yeah, a huge totally. amount of stuff yeah. for Stadia. We and need to that's go all it. maybe subject to change because we don't actually know when that's coming out. But yeah. Stadia doesn't really seem to appeal to me because I, I feel like there's just nothing that about it that jumps out to me as this is the way that I want to play these games. Like there's always better al- alternatives. I'm just waiting for esports to be streamed on Stadia. Sure, that's, I get that. Like I yeah. just want to be able to they, use they some the fighting camera. games for it, which seems ambitious. I, I don't know about uh, that. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, because there totally. are like lag issues and right, stuff. So right. Uh, and then there's like a bunch of TBD 2019 stuff, which I don't really know if I want to go too much into. There's some uh, Smash DLC. On, honestly, know. I think we're good with what we've had. We have totally. a big ass holiday season coming up. Um. Yeah, uh, Dreams I, technically isn't out because it's in early access, but it's out. Let's let's be real with that. Uh, yeah, I really am looking forward to the sale. Oh, Slunky 2 got delayed to next year. I know that. Oh, which, yeah, but fine. whatever. It'll be ready when it's ready, and I'll be happy with it. So I just want to quickly go over some 2020 ones just to see what you're excited about. Just kind of gauge some reaction, you know? Sure. Uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps uh, sequel. I, I'm interested, but also I'm... I, I want to play the first one Yeah, I want to play the first yeah. one. Yeah, and I don't know if this one's... If it does come to Switch, it's going to be a while. Yeah. Uh, we've got... Let's see. Fucking Final Fantasy VII Remake, which looks incredible. <laughs> I that never it, played Final Fantasy VII more than like two or three hours. I, it just didn't click with me, and I think it might have just been I didn't play it at the time it came out. Mm-hmm. But man, does that remake look so good. Uh, I, I like the meme I saw recently. It's that the old the old meme of the guy it's like you're the best looking guy at this party yeah that and was it looks uh, final like, fantasy 8 i think uh oh was it that's 8 remastered okay yeah yeah, yeah. i like the side by side where they actually showed <laughs> and they like fixed it yeah yeah um watchdogs legion looks really cool just like that super uh, the super ambitious stuff about hey you can just recruit people and then play as them and that's your character and you can just be a grandma that goes and fucks up like this shadow government that's like crushing everything and i'm like yeah fuck yeah all right hell yeah uh animal crossing heck yeah heck yeah uh yeah this that'll be my first animal crossing game really Mm -hmm. i have only actually played one other one but i think i played it for like 350 hours i have only played stardew valley which of course is not the same game this one seems to be a little bit more like they're kind of it just from what i've seen from the e3 like gameplay thing that they did like i don't think there's necessarily going to be crops but you're like setting your own areas and like building your stuff up from scratch like it very much feels like they've played those games and they're learning from it which is mm-hmm. super cool yeah because i know uh breath of the wild came about because they played like 
Skyrim, and that's where they drew inspiration from, like more Western games, which is awesome. I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm in a position right now. This will probably I'll probably coast on this for the rest of the the calendar year. Uh, but there are times where I don't want to play Apex because like, I don't want to try hard. You know, I don't have to lean forward in my seat to play. Uh, I don't really want to talk to anybody. So I'm looking for a single player game right now. That itch is being scratched by Odyssey. Uh, I just need something to detox. Right. You know, let's say I get home at like 8 p.m. and I'm like, uh, I just want to feel good. I want to feel good, not think too hard and have fun. Yeah. And Odyssey is that right now, but it's not going to last forever. Uh, I'm still probably not going to pick up Breath of the Wild for a little bit. Um, and I do have other things to play like Titanfall 2. But of course, Titanfall 2 is not light. Like that's I have to pay attention to it. Sure. Like I have to yeah. work for it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that Animal Crossing can kind of fill I think it will. That I think spot. you will, if you've never played one, I'm really excited to hear your thoughts on that. You love Stardew Valley, right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's very much a super relaxing game. I think you'll really enjoy it. And that's what I need. I keep focusing too much on the competitive stuff that I also really like. This is like. the exact opposite of that. Yeah, so. I just need that palate cleanser or something yeah. I can set down for like a week and come back. Yeah, the thing uh, that I, I always liked to. about Animal Crossing is like the stuff that was there. And I only played Wild World on the DS, which is, I think, the second one that came out in the West, the Western side mm-hmm. of the world. But uh, yeah, like the the multiplayer stuff purely just boiled down to visit your friends. And that was kind of it. Like everything else was just up to you guys to do whatever you wanted. Like you could mm-hmm. trade fruit and then your uh, fruit that was not native to your town got you more money that you could sell to the shop and help pay off your house faster and stuff like that. It was very cool. Nice. Um, yeah, we're kind of getting to the end here. Just a couple of things that I want to shout out that I'm really excited about. Uh, Griftlands is leaving early access, apparently June, 2020, Oh, yeah, that, that was the one we incredible. talked about. Yeah, uh, I've yes. looked at a lot of footage about that. I'm probably going to buy that early access, which I just do not do. Uh, yeah, I might actually get that as my first early access game. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that or Hades. Fucking probably both. Um, Halo Infinite, I'd love to see gameplay stuff of that, but I'm sure it's going to be great. Yeah. I, I'm sure it's going to be great. Uh, uh, so when does Halo come to the Switch? That's my question. Oh, boy. <laughs> God, if they put the Master uh, Chief actually, Collection on Switch, are you kidding? Uh <laughs> Well, it'd be fun for a second, but even on a pro controller, I don't know how I feel about right. uh, shooters. No, I totally get that. Yeah. <laughs> That's an indie machine. Uh, shout out to Persona 5 Royal. I'm excited about that. Uh, I'm really excited about that. Spring 2020, that on... baby. Uh, PS4 only. So Okay. Yeah. yeah I'm... PS4 only? So yeah. not even PC? Nope. Is, uh, is Persona the, always the main, been... The mainline Persona games have always been Sony systems. That's right. You ha- We Just had a whole podcast always. about yep. Persona, and I forgot. Mm-hmm. You were there. Uh, I was there. Yeah, there's there's a ton. I could go over a ton, uh, but I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to shout out? Stuff you're excited about? Uh, no. Okay. There are a lot of video games coming out. A lot of video games. So I'm, I'm just biding my time until I get to play new Persona again. I cannot fucking wait. So here's here's what's gonna happen for real. So right. uh, it's almost September. Mm-hmm. So we got four months left in the year. Uh, I'm trying to play at least one good spooky game before Halloween. Okay. Like beat it by Halloween, which is tough because I just. It takes a long time for me to get through anything these days. Uh, I think Blair Witch comes out really soon, actually. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, I've heard good things yeah, about August that, 30th. too. And uh, Man of Medan, the Dark Pictures Anthology, which is the people who oh, did Until Dawn. Yes. That comes out August 30th as well, which I have heard great um, things about. I'm probably going to buy that. You should. That'll probably be I the one. I think you will enjoy it if you liked Until Dawn. I liked Until Dawn, and I like the Cthulhu uh, setting yeah, anyway. You should, like you should play it. On the ocean and stuff. Uh, cool. So that's probably what just I'm going to answered play. your question. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then a bunch of other stuff that we just listed is coming out. But what's really going to happen is all these sales are going to happen. 
and I'm going to buy a $60 game for like $10. Hell yeah. Um, I'd buy like five of those probably. And then I'm never going to touch a new title <laughs> until like next July. Uh, it's it's just so easy to find good games for cheap these days. So um, we're going to talk about a lot of games that I won't be playing because I'll probably be playing five-year-old games that I got cheap on sale. So we'll see. Respect. I mean, yeah. that, there's something to I be said them. about that. Because like, the yeah. quality doesn't go down. So. It totally doesn't. Like you played God of War for cheap respect god of war for cheap i'm playing fury right now five-year-old game yeah i mean how old is odyssey three three odyssey two years old? is 2017 so it's two years old wow and, Odyssey's it, two years and that old. is the best game of 2019 for me it's really good it's really good all right well that's gonna do it for the show this week thank you everyone for stopping by uh, if you like what you heard please consider kicking us a buck or 12 at patreon.com slash heroes podcasts uh, that'll help the show and network grow to do even cooler stuff buy equipment etc etc um, if you can't contribute financially, that's totally fine. Uh, just share the show with a friend or rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. That helps out so much. So it does. please do that. Thank you. Uh, you got anything you want to plug? Anything you're wanting to direct people to? Anything going on? Uh, I've been a lot more active on our social media. So uh, until we have a name change, which is very soon, you can follow us at GG underscore Kansas underscore city on twitter and then ggkc or ggkancity on facebook mm-hmm. uh we have discord we have a bunch of stuff we have people playing our, uh, our facebook group's pretty active i think our discord's pretty active too actually yeah I'm, I'm trying to pick that back up one of uh my old partners used to run that and uh so i'm i'm starting to accept that discord is pretty cool it's pretty cool uh, i like so, it a lot i've started using it a lot for the pokemon go community around here yeah i just found well, that one very well organized it's like twelve thousand people in it's it. so well or organized 12, i'll talk to you about it off the air but it's incredible uh cool um we have a casey warcraft <laughs> community if you're in Kansas city and playing classic and you don't have a home yet uh we would love to give you a home you can find those details on our social media we have uh our first game ambassador on our discord. So we're trying to get people who are active in the community, um, to upkeep communication on these games. So he's playing sea of thieves. So we're trying to get, uh, uh, more sea of thieves players. That game has come a long way since it first came out. Pretty cool. Like not a huge player base still playing that, but it's pretty active and the people who are into it are really into it. That's one of the only games I don't play that I every once in a while will pop into a stream on. Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Uh, so that's cool. So yeah, we just have a bunch of stuff going on, local events and stuff. So if you're in Kansas City, that stuff's cool. If you're not, there's still uh, grouping up to be done. So follow us on social media and uh, and let's group up. Also, Cam, yes, what have you got going on? Oh, I've got actually a lot going on. Um, <clears throat> quick one. Uh, I just hit affiliate on Twitch. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Uh, so you can come hang out with me. I usually stream Tuesday, Thursdays, and Sundays, 7 p.m. Central usually for about three hours two and a half hours um kind of really whatever i don't have a game that i'm just like only gonna play i have been playing destiny but it was just kind of an excuse to grind and mm-hmm. talk to people and get those hours in but rise and grind baby yeah i'm gonna have some really really stupid emotes that's uh, twitch.tv slash cam Koenig. please come by say hi even if you don't follow or subscribe i appreciate you coming out to say hey oh um also i just launched a new show today uh as of the episode, this episode coming out, it'll be two days ago, but uh, it's called the New Entertainment System Podcast. It's really stupid, and I really am really proud of it. It's uh, me and my friend Nate. Uh, we put together this, we found this robot, excuse me, that's totally not a spreadsheet that he built. Of course. Totally not. Uh, where we basically just feed in different game concepts and ideas and different games and it's different like series. Mad, Mad Lib it's for totally, video games. It's totally that. Like, we just have, it just randomly spits out like, okay, well... 
uh, one of our first episodes is what if Kingdom Hearts was what if there was a Kingdom Hearts game developed by CD Projekt Red for the Game Boy Advance? And then we just riff on that idea for like 20 minutes. The episodes are only like 30 minutes. We cover two games. So mm. it's a lot of fun. Uh, go check it out. We're at the NES pod on Twitter. I'm having a blast doing it. I hope you guys have a blast listening to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's pretty much all I'm doing. I'm just hanging out, doing this, doing the other show, doing Twitch stuff. It's pretty cool. That is pretty, pretty cool. cool. Congrats on affiliate. Thank you. Thank you. So if you have any questions for us or want to tell us how much you love or hate our voices, uh, hit us up on Twitter at Gamer Heroes Pod and your submissions could make the show. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at The Camdy Man. Thomas is at Tegan Not Sarah One. And any of the GGKC stuff can be found on the show's Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for Thomas and myself, thank you all for hanging out and I hope you have a great day and a better tomorrow. <laughs>